welcome to episode 201 of Fans of Power. I'm Nathan Kennedy, here with Joe Amato. Uh, got a couple topics today, uh, some stuff to talk about. Joe is uh, going to be talking about She-Ra Season 4, why I will get into that later, but uh, I'll pass it on to Joe, see how he's doing, and we'll acknowledge everybody in the chat room. Yeah, and can you have some patience, Lacey Dean? Jesus, it's been one minute, but yeah, hello to Zentron, <laughs> Lacey Dean, Zen Brown, descendants of Grey School has joined us, good to see you here, JSP, Grimbot, and Fedmont, so that's everybody that's here so far. Uh, and Brad Collins just popped up too, uh, so. Oh, well, um, I guess there is something we could address at the top of the show, because JSP asked us, are you guys nervous as I am about this crap with YouTube and the FTC? Well... Uh, You're going to have to say it, Nathan, because I don't understand all the context. I don't even know what the hell that was meaning, but go ahead with uh, that. Basically, YouTube got hit with a huge fine because uh, certain shows like uh, Pixel Dan or anyone that, uh, like toy reviews or whatever, that kids would be clicking on and ads would roll out to them that probably weren't necessarily targeted for them. And there's a lot of uh, legality and everything going on with that. So basically... What has happened now is I have to look at the settings and it's basically a couple of boxes is this channel for kids. And I'm like, well, uh, on, on a base thing, I guess, based off of what we're talking about, sure. But with uh, the language or whatever, and especially when we're doing live, we don't know what will happen. Joe might knock over everything and we'll get a few F-bombs or whatever. So I had to... That's when it happened. I, yeah, I yeah. had to mark the channel as it's not for kids. And I also had to set the setting on this for 18 and older, just in case, to kind of cover our asses for it. So, But, I mean, you think about it, there's probably not too many kids that are popping in here it's like oh yeah masters it's mostly guys in in our age range and ladies too that are checking it out so um it mostly affects those channels that get money for the videos this channel makes no money so we didn't get no money in, in that regard it's nothing to worry about because it's basically if you mark that as not for kids then it affects the monetization of the videos. And for someone like a Pixel Dan, then, you know, that's that's their livelihood. That's cutting out from them. So I don't, uh, nothing for me to be concerned about, but I guess it's sort of moving forward when you think about it. Uh, YouTube will probably kind of go the way that, like, video games, movies, whatever. I'm sure there'll have to be a thing where you have to go in ahead of time and set a video for, like whatever they decide to do because that's probably the best way to go about it like this is tv 14 or tv ma or whatever they end up wanting to call it so we'll see how it goes but i'm not i'm not too concerned yeah because i mean i i think i first heard on maybe on facebook one of my friends uh he made mention of that and i was just kind of I mean, I was lost. I was like, I, I don't even know the context of what you were talking about. But then when he started getting a little into it, like you were saying about, well, it could affect channels that, yes, make money yeah. off of, you know, well, ad revenue and everything and all the clicks. And I was like, well, I don't think we'll ever have to worry about <laughs> and, that. And, <laughs> I, this... and I think even if we were to reach that point, uh, uh, it's not something I'd want to. I, I don't really care about the the money part of it. We never it, none of this stuff was ever started with the intention of oh we're gonna make 
loads of money where I can quit my job. No, that, like that's that's never gonna happen. But uh, and there are those that do do that. Yes. I feel bad for yeah. if you know, like you said, they have to change things up. Like wow, they could be losing out of money. I mean, I feel for them, but I was like, yeah, I don't think we'd ever have to worry. You know, and we're gonna, uh, like you said, we always keep it to where yeah, we might cuss once in a while like when we're doing a cursing it's not like we're cursing in a negative way like yeah, somebody but, oh i dropped something oh shit i, no, I mean but. yeah but if we're looking at it, like in a movie context i think pg-13 you're allowed uh one fuck any more than that then you're automatically rated r that so i guess oh i didn't know there was yeah, an amount yeah, so there's like a, a thing to it it's it's gonna happen i'm not gonna sit here and censor myself for anything or anybody like there obviously a, there is a line i'm not gonna like say other thing but uh, you know if i if i curse i curse and speaking of cursing i'm gonna go ahead and announce this now uh you guys check out the beyond retro channel here in a couple weeks because joe and i are gonna start a, a new show it's gonna be another live interactive show but it'll be a little more uh laid back not like this isn't but you know what i mean so we're, I think we're going to debut that here in a couple weeks, and it's going to be Saturday. And it won't be Masters-related, yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. it won't be Masters-related. It'll be us talking about other stuff, whether it's uh, you know, movie news that came out this week or uh, things we've been watching. It'll just sort of be like uh, two guys hanging out and chilling and talking about uh, stuff that's going on. And that'll be Saturdays at 8 p.m. We're looking to do that every week, maybe. There will probably be some weeks in between. But the title of this show is going to be The Drunk and the Mass Man because that tells you everything you need to know. But you guys know. know. Yeah. No, yeah. You know, you know exactly what you're in for. So we hope that when we start doing that, you guys kind of uh, pop in there like you do for this show because it'll be live and we'll interact with all you guys like we do on here. There you go. And everybody that was earlier saying something, I'll acknowledge you guys all when we come to the part of the show where we take questions. Just in case you wonder why I don't get everybody, I figured it'd be a better way of sh you know streamlining this show, too. How we talk, I introduce people at the beginning. If other people pop up, I'll get you guys when we do the question and answer part of the show later on. But, well, I want to, like I said, the first thing I'm going to talk about is going to be the She-Ra. But I want to give a little context to something else. And that's Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Remember why? And really, you know where I'm going to go, but I'm just going to go with this for people yeah. to follow. No, well, hey, I mean, I, that, that kind of was like the uh, a decent major bit of news. Yes, piece. and it even shocked, it shocked Nathan because back when they first showed that trailer, and it was a hot mess, passionate fans of a property they love spoke up and said something. And the people at Paramount, they said, you know what, we're actually going to listen to you guys. We're going to go back. And we're going to fix Sonic. And even Nathan at the time thought, um, Joe, I doubt they're really going to change it that much, if at all. I think this is just something to try to, you know, like, hey, they're doing damage control. They don't want to piss people off. But then, bam, what happens just like, you know, later in the week? I mean, this week, they showed that trailer of Sonic the Hedgehog. Jesus, did they do great. I mean, everything people complained about, like those beady little eyes, the goofy nose, the mouth with the teeth, no gloves, the wrong shoes, the weird fur. Everything that was complained about was changed, and it looks amazing. Now, of course, is this going to be an Oscar movie? No. It's just a fun family movie. But if I'm wanting to go see Sonic, yeah. 
I would hope that they're giving it to where it looks like it's paying homage to what we grew up and what fans have loved all these years. I'll let you say something about it, but you'll see where I'm going with it. But what did you think when you see the change? Because it's a shocker. Hey, I, I, uh, kudos to them. Kudos for listening. Uh, kudos for changing it and actually making it look more like the Sonic that everyone knows and loves. But that doesn't change the fact that the movie still looks like garbage. Like, yeah, not like for you. Yeah, you might think it's going to suck. It'll look like garbage. But to me, it looks like a fun family movie. And uh, I'll yeah, actually yeah, I'm looking forward yeah, to it. And, and it could also be a double-edged sword of like, well, this company listened and caved into this. Uh, and now that might open up everything to, oh, well, we don't like this. You better change it. And if they don't, then where do you go from there? So, uh, But the double-edged sword of what you're just talking about is what I'm going to get to. Sonic somehow was spared of the name calling because when you said we didn't like the look of Sonic the Hedgehog in this new movie, the normal name drops that everybody likes to call us fans that grow up with it, they couldn't say it because he's a hedgehog. So they couldn't use a lot of the sexist and homophobic or racist, whatever they like shooting at people. They couldn't say it because it's like it's Sonic. Now, this is what I want to explain to you guys. That's how we are about everything. We're just passionate. We are not sexist fans. We're not racist. We're not homophobic. I, well, we are hey, passionate. I, you, you can't speak for everybody. I'm sure that there are well, some of those that well, toe the line and could, they're like, ah, yeah, but they're also like really homophobic and racist. So. But no, I mean, there could be there could be idiots. I mean, we, we know that there could be idiots, there's, but there's, the majority hey, there's of fans, idiots everywhere. There, there are. Yeah. There really are. But yeah. what I'm saying is the majority of fans, especially like here and when it comes to He-Man and She-Ra, passionate. We don't like seeing some things change. It's like it'll get so changed and it's then so far removed from the original source material. It's like this doesn't even have the embodiment of what was She-Ra or what yeah. was He-Man. So why, you, why looks... even call it that to begin with? Just make, exactly. make, make, make a new IP, but people can't do that anymore. No, and it sure doesn't seem like they can. And like I said, that's when it comes to She-Ra. Like, I was like, okay, here comes season four. And everybody's like, J- Joe, you, you're going to watch all the season. <laughs> now I'm going to let you know. <laughs> I could only sit through four episodes. Like, I can't sit through how many this season one is. I was like, I might get to the rest. I don't know. But I was like, what I sat <laughs> well, through, I was how, like. How many episodes are in this season? I don't know if it's 12 or 13 or something. Somebody in the chat room will probably eventually get it. But it's like, again, everything they do, it's it's so far removed that she still is not the essence and core of this cartoon. And I know they'll say, well, that's not what it's supposed to be, Joe. Okay, you could say that. But Anybody that's tuned into any of the shows when we watched She-Ra back then or He-Man or anything with these main characters who was in the title, the premise usually focuses on them and everybody else around them. It's not like they're secondary. They're just as, an, they're just as important, but it still will be the focal point of this character. She-Ra is still just so damn secondary. She's popped up a little more frequent in this so far from these first four episodes, still never being addressed as She-Ra except by some people in, in a village of Elberon. Those people actually called her She-Ra, but even Bo in that same episode calls She-Ra Adora, yeah, well, which just drives me nuts. Well, I'll, I'll ask you this, Joe. At this point, are people expecting anything to change? Like they've set ahead of well, you know, especially, what they're going to do. Okay, like all of that has been set in motion. Like none of that's going to revert back all of a sudden well, and change. Quote, like, meaning they like to always focus saying, well, unlike the original cartoons and a lot of cartoons and comics from back in the day where there were good one-off episodes, this one is just basically taking one episode and just dragging out the story. So you might as well say a whole season is one episode. Cause they just keep dragging the story out. So, 
you would think that in some point, if they're trying to grow, as they said, and have depth in this cartoon, at some point they'd realize, let's respect her and start calling her as who she is. Give her respect, you know, respect of being this star and this hero. So we'll get to some of that. But the other things they do is just the way <laughs> the humor is still just drives me nuts. I keep hating how, unlike the original Shira, where men and women treated you know treated each other equally and did not make one feel like they're less than each other they still haven't stopped doing that with the guys they still won't stop putting them down making it like they're the buffoons they're the ones that are cracking the jokes the ones that are crying the ones that are worthless they won't stop with that it, how it starts they're the a coronation for glimmer and there comes the florist and the florist happens to be a guy this time and a muscled guy He's this muscled white guy, and he's bringing up these flowers or something. And there came like a little, uh, like a little conversation between Glimmer and Castaspella, and something about they didn't like the flowers. And then Castaspella looked at that guy and said, "Oh, that's it. You're fired." And he goes <laughs> and starts crying and runs off the screen. I'm like, why are they emasculating all the men? Why do they make men look like buffoons in this cartoon? The original Shira, like I said, didn't make women look like they were less than men or men less than women. But I see so many things, and you'll notice when you're watching it, it just doesn't stop. Men are not respected. Men are stupid. It's like, why do you have to put out this message that is not needed? Just tell a good-ass story in a cartoon. Because, Joe, they got to get the agenda across, all right? Like, that's that's all, that, that's it, all it is. It, there's nothing more, nothing less. It's, here's what this is. We, I, it, Why are we still talking about this show, Joe? I don't know, but I'm going to mention two characters that pissed me off in this show. You ready? Well, what's the... <laughs> like, well, know. isn't there one character... Was, I don't know if it's in this... I don't know. I haven't kept up with this. That people are making, like, a huge deal about? Is this... Well, no. I mean, there's a character that maybe people could be making a big deal about, but I'm going to tell you why this character annoys the hell on me. It's Double Trouble. Double Trouble in the original She-Ra mini-comics That's and the, the Golden Books and the story. That's the one. Okay, and... Okay, in the original mini comics and stories, is a female and is also a double agent working basically for the Great Rebellion, but doing spying work on, you know, with, with the evil horde and bringing the informa information back to Shebra. Well, now the revolt, I mean, the roles are reversed. Now it's double trouble is working for the horde, but then sneaks into, like, you know, Shebra's, you know, I mean, the base for all the Princess Alliance and passes and is doing the double agent. But here's the thing. Just like how when we said, hey, I don't like it when they take a man and turn it into a woman. They're like, why you say that? Because you're sexist? No, because this is how a character's always been. On that same line of thinking, I don't like that they took a female human, Double Trouble, and now made Double Trouble into a male alien creature with a tail and ears. It's like, couldn't have kept her a female? So don't think it just is one way. We don't like it when you're just changing things all together to change. But yeah, now Double Trouble is some male alien creature that is a shapeshifter so because you know apparently like you know they like to rag on double trouble saying oh well the only thing she did back in the old days stupid is she could like morph her face into an evil face oh that's you know that's creative well it's just how it was back then but it still worked for what it was supposed to be but so they changed her and then here came flood arena and when i first seen flood arena i was pissed because i was like okay now they've taken a character that's you know a tall woman and shrunk her into this weird pixie alien thing or whatever i was like why does everything have to change so drastically but here's the thing from what i've seen in the first four episodes that's why i might be wrong with something flood arena isn't even a character flood arena is a role that double trouble is playing double trouble has become the character flood arena 
but Flood Arena has never been shown yet, so I'm wondering, is Flood Arena even going to exist in this cartoon for a, as an actual character, or just the role that Double Trouble plays? Because Double Trouble likes to get into the character he plays, and he created a character called Flood Arena, and to look like a small, cute little pixie thing. But I'm like, I just don't understand the drastic changes. It's like you guys had Twiggets, you had Cal, you had Lucky, you had Broom, Madam Raz, you had... You know, like different races, yes, I know I'm Adam Raz in here, but it ain't the same. But the Twiggets and all the alien and fantasy creatures were just removed in this cartoon. And now, instead of bringing them characters into this cartoon, you're changing existing characters into weird creatures and races or making new ones. Like, I just, like you said, why even call it She-Ra? It is, I, it's just, I, yeah, I got I, 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 yeah, I, yeah, I, Joe, I don't know what to say anymore. Like I know, it, it's, it, 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 at this point, it's just it's going to be out there. It's going to it, it's going to exist. It's going to end soon from what I'm gathering here in the chat room. So uh, for those of us that. Oh, did they say that? Because I haven't seen the chat room. Yeah, I've had it on uh, for those of us that don't particularly enjoy it, we'll all breathe a sigh of relief when it's finally over. But uh, I, we go back on the stance, too. If you guys are liking it and digging it, that's cool. No problem with that. Sure, sure. But yeah, at this point, especially if you're going to kind of have an underlying agenda, because we're not gonna, they've been open about that. We're not gonna sugarcoat that either. Like, oh yeah, they're not. They're there not is it. there is a, it, yeah. a mindset going into this of this is what we want to do. Why not just yeah. call it something else? Do your own thing. Yeah. Like there's no there's no sense in taking. And I an established IP and just kind of re, retooling and we reworking like that. But that's that's the way it works now. Like companies are like, oh hey, let's uh, let's do another Transformers. Let's let's do this. Let's do that because that's really all it is. Like anything. Like my God, did we really need another Terminator movie? No, we didn't. They they've <laughs> watered that down so much sequel after sequel that when this one comes out, I'm like. You made another one. It's already one. It's already too soon. Two. Like I don't care anymore. And yeah. and then it bombs. And then they're like scratching their heads. Well, I well, I didn't expect that. It's like people get tired of shit like that after a while. Just come up with new fresh ideas and stop trying. Yeah, and don't get preachy. Don't get yeah, like preachy said, I think about it. Yeah. Yeah, preachy. Yeah. yeah, they love being preachy. But it's like not just tell a damn good story, make a fun cartoon that people can enjoy. But when you're being preachy and preaching to us and in videos, even saying, this is what I'm talking about with the cartoon. And, and you're right. There's no hiding what they said that they're making the cartoon for the reason for making it. It's just, why does it always have to be an agenda? Just make a fun cartoon exactly. so we can enjoy it. That's what they did back then. Like, That's all we want. So, and again, if we were so sexist, we would have hated Shira from the beginning, but we haven't. We've celebrated her and kept her alive for over 30 years in fandoms. Yeah. So, yeah, like, and the only thing that gets me more confused in this cartoon is, do they know? Do they want Shira to be strong or not strong? Because, like, there's times, where, oh, she finally did something. She finally lifted up this heavy-ass rock. She's just destroying all this stuff. But in, like, another scene earlier, she's with Perfuma, she's with Bo, and she's with Huntara. They're walking an alley, and there's three robot troopers, or whatever the troopers in their armor, and then two other ones. Five troopers that surround them, and they're panicking and running, and she was cutting down a barrel to distract them. I'm like, um... Why are you running, Sheer? I mean, if you you can take out these rocks and these giant things by yourself, 
Now you're here with three other people. Why are you running from five simple tin morons that you could take out in a second? So sometimes she's super strong. Sometimes I don't know. Just my head hurts. Yeah. So I was like, I don't even know if I can make it through the rest yeah. of them. I just, I, Joe, just, I, I, just tried. I tried. Don't do that to yourself. Yeah, maybe I won't. I just and talking about this kind of ties it in with something else to me too because uh, I did subscribe, I caved and subscribed to Disney Plus, and they have the stuff, and, and I didn't, it didn't pop up on mine because I don't think I set any of the profiles to like this is a kid watching this stuff, but they have stuff ahead of time that's like all oh, this, this is uh, sensitive and this was for the time, like just own up to that, like. Who cares? All of us watched all that stuff back in the day, and you know what? There's not one part in my brain that's like, oh, maybe that's like underlying racist or something. No, like that. Yeah. It's weird how the world has just completely flipped up over on itself all of a sudden. I mean, it's kind of been gradual, but it's to me, it sort of felt sudden. It's like all the oldest content. It's like that's the way the world was. That's the way stuff was. Is some stuff kind of insensitive? And you look at it now, it's like, oh, man, they actually did that? Yeah, of course it is. But you can't just sit here sure. and backtrack or, like, edit and take out things or not put it up because of this. Like, put it out there. It exists. That's that's yeah. the way it is. Like, I, I don't... Why do people have to be so sensitive to every single little thing? Anything. It it blows my mind. I really... I just... I don't, I don't get it. Like, if you don't like something, don't watch it. If something, yeah, if no. something bothers you on, on the TV screen, like just watch something else. Like who cares? Like there is stuff. And there is stuff out there from, for everybody. Like just go do something no, else. Really. Like whatever. And I will. And really, like I said, I'll take your advice. And even from like with Tyler, I just won't finish. What I, I'm not going to finish this season. I don't it's even like, know I, why I you did it in the first place, Joe. You got to stop talking. Because I was yourself. like, you know what? I want to see how. I was like, I just got to see how season four starts. And then if I, somebody says something to me like you didn't see, I'm like, yeah, well, I seen this. But like, you know what? That's it. I did these four episodes. I'm done. And like you said, for people that like it, enjoy it, have a blast with it. But yes, it is just. It's not for me. I, I'm, it's I, not I, something. I'm still going to stick with the thing that you secretly love it, and you just don't want to tell anybody. <laughs> Yeah, right when we get off here, it's like, oh god, I gotta binge. Let me go watch. Five, yeah, six, I, I, seven, I, I, I want to start it over from the beginning again. <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> no, sitting so, there, yes. like checking the blinds, looking outside, making sure no one's like peeking in to watch you. That would be bad. No, so yeah, so I'm done with it. But there, I wanted to give my thoughts on it because you know there were people wondering, hey, what are you guys? What are you guys about season four? There, I said. <laughs> I mean, but from there, well, I mean, if people are asking you about this, what? They would have to assume, right, that your opinion hasn't changed on it since this started. Maybe they just get a kick out of it. It, Maybe it feels see, like this show has been out for, like, seven years already. And it's only been one, yeah, hasn't it? Like, I think so. I don't know. It's all blurring together now, Joe. <laughs> it's it's bad. So, yeah, I'm I'm done with it. But now we're going to discuss a comic. before, And after we're done with the comic, we'll get to any questions you guys have. But... It's not really a mini comic, but when the 2000X line came out, you know, we didn't have mini comics, which sucked because it would have been nice having mini comics with all the figures. Yeah. But but then within a two pack with He-Man and Skeletor, we got a comic. Well, and well, here, it was you, Joe, by- give oh. me one second, and I can. Uh, yeah, there we go. Let me adjust your your camera a little bit, but. Okay. Th- all right, I'm gonna wait because I got that 20 second delay, so I have to see what you pop up there. There we go. I have a little black there you bar go. in between yeah. us, but yeah. You know, you're going to think this sounds absolutely nuts. My pet peeve of this whole comic when I got it was, what the hell is the name of it? 
You know what I mean? I was like, I always want to see a title of something or some like text on the front. I was like, okay, there's no text on the front, but when I go inside, there'll be a name. And I was like, and, and people could correct me in the chat room if I'm wrong, but I was like, I don't think they officially gave this a title, you know, like, you know, like a clash of arms, you know, yeah. double edged sword. It's like had nothing. So, which was, it's a cool ass comic. Yeah, and though. It, like, it's so we, it's kind of yeah. strange that the, they decided to just go like full comic size for it as well. You would think that maybe it would be cheaper to produce a smaller, like mini comic size to put in there yeah. because that would also help with the packaging size and everything else. So yeah, it's a weird choice in this. I never thought of that. What you just said, I never thought of that, but Jeff, that could have been a mini comic, but yeah, that would have been cool. But shit. at the same time, this wasn't like a, this wasn't in every store. This was a target exclusive, correct? I'm trying to remember if it was Target or Toys R Us because I know um, Target, they both stores had exclusives of certain two packs, but I'm thinking this was Target. And again, correct me guys in the chat room, but I think Target is the one that had this comic because I think Toys R Us might have had the wolf armor and snake armor versions, you know, wolf armor, He-Man, snake armor, Skeletor. It wouldn't be funny if I reversed them, but no, but either way, when I seen that there was a comic in this, like I said, yeah, mini one have been cool, but this was, it was kind of cooler. You had this gigantic big ass comic, and it was fun to read one in that size after all the years too. Yeah, it's. I, I'm trying to remember as well if there was any point where Tyler and I were out in our ventures trying to to find these guys and were in a Target and saw this. I can't recall, but uh, I'm sure if it was there, it probably didn't last too long on the shelf. Or if I did see it, I was probably like, "Well, I already got He-Man and Skeletor already," which is the problem. And that was the, that's the problem you run yeah, into that with that. Most yeah, people. most people's like, "Well, I already have this. Why do Why do I need that?" Yeah, and I would have. Yeah, you're exactly right. If that comic wouldn't have been there, there would never been a sense of me getting the two pack. It's just like back in the day. You know, now I regret back in the day when they had Masters of the Universe, and it's like I got Land Shark, I have Battle Armor Skeletor. Why do I want this stupid, you know, box set of both of them? And then now you see them online. It's, oh, that's almost a thousand bucks. Wait, what? It had original art on really? it. Really? Oh, these things are. Oh, Nathan, you don't even want to. If you go to wow. uh, eBay and check out okay. the gift boxes and gift packs. The prices are nuts for the stuff back in the 80s because it had original art from like William George on, you know, all the main ones. Right. And but, but for somebody like me, it's like I have these. I don't need them. The biggest ones that are crazy are these gift set boxes. I think of like three heroic warriors or three evil warriors. If you find those, I and I'm hoping somebody here again in the chat might say it. I thought it was like almost 10,000 bucks or more for these, this three-figure pack. Wow. I was like, I'd piss myself if I went to a flea market and that was sitting there. I mean, but, you would be the, yes. you would be the one that would find it for, like, hey, well, I cheap. Did, that, well, that's, that was my luck. Like I said, around here, we never get anything He-Man related in flea markets. It's like I said, the, the city of the dead, just no life. I was like, I, how did I grow up here and have these figures? Because nobody <laughs> has them at any flea market or yard sales. But when I went to that one... And the person that came there was a vendor for just that weekend. He had the Land Shark Battle Armor Skeletor thing and just had it, like I said, right up there. I think it was 15 bucks he had it for. I'm trying to remember the price, but I lost. I'm sitting there shaking. I'm doing a stupid way of talking. I'm trying to, hey, well, yeah, maybe it'd be good. Hey, my girlfriend likes sharks. Maybe she'll like this. I don't know what He-Man is. And yeah, so that's how I got that sucker. But, uh, it's been a long time since I've come across something at a flea market that actually made me like shake when I was going to either pay for it or ask how much they wanted, 
I can't remember the last time. The flea markets around here used to be pretty good, but over time, just a, it's like the same beat up stuff over and over and over again. I'm like, it's it's disheartening how much has changed in like ten years. Yeah, that would I can imagine that really sucking. And well, before we get into this comic, because I'd love to hear your first impressions of it, I just want to send well wishes and prayers, you know, to Tags Media Animations for your son. You know, hope he keeps getting better and well and everything. So. Yeah, say in a prayer for him, man. Hope everything goes is getting better for him. I know. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, no, go ahead, because well, this is the first time you probably read this, yeah, right? Yeah, it is the first time, and if you guys want to join along, just open up your mini-comic collection and turn to page 1135, and that'll uh, bring you right there to it. But, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, kind of... I think what they were wanting to do, because uh, Val Staples did the story, for this and uh emiliano mm-hmm. did uh did the penciling and the artwork and everything i think what they were trying to establish here because i read the little interview with val after this in the book that there weren't really any plans moving forward with doing mini comics with the figures that's what he wanted to do and honestly that's what i was gonna ask you about before i even read that in here when i was reading the comic that it does seem kind of strange that they didn't do that because i think that would have been a nice little touch to go with and especially like the people that grew up with it and the ones that were collecting it at the time it's it's a nice little callback give you a little warm fuzzies about being a kid and looking at the the mini comics so i mean in terms of the story it's kind of something that we've seen a lot of uh they're having a, a having a break the skeletor wants to break into the castle uh i mean it's not it doesn't blow you away, but I think in the context of this was a one-off, and that's kind of that's kind of what you would want to do and what you would want to have with this. And I think it's uh, also a good introductory too, if you think about it. Like if you're a kid and you're picking this up on off the shelf, you know nothing about it, or say like your dad bought it for you or something. It's a good a good way of establishing like. Here's your good guys. Main character. Here's your bad guys. Yeah, yeah. the good guys. Yeah, so it. Right. It yeah, does. so it's it's not something that. Oh wow! Like blows you away, but no, it's it's a perfectly good and well like, basic like yeah, good and evil. Here's your guys. Yeah. It is. And it is. It's like you said. It's it's a one-off story. It, it it introduces, like you said, the main good guys and bad guys. Throws in a couple vehicles there towards the end. You know, like okay, you might want to obviously try to help sell the toys, but also with the art style, it would look you know similar, obviously, to what you'd be seeing on TV. So if there could be the kids that you know maybe have never watched the cartoon and this two-pack with this comic, you know, they got attracted to it and read it like, wow, this this looks really fun. And then it might make them want to watch the yeah. cartoon. I can see what they're doing. But like I said, it's just the premise of a, you know, good versus evil. It has the beginning, middle, end. You know, it's not something that's dragged out because like I said, it's a one-off story. But you do get to see some of the characteristics of the main characters. And they sure showcase like, you know, like when you see Whiplash mm-hmm. and Clawful, especially Whiplash, they made him look so massive and just, you know, intimidating. That would make me want to as a kid say, wow, I'd love to see this big sucker. And, you know, and seeing Clawful too, but a little homage to some of the filmation cartoons with He-Man bending yeah. back, trap uh, well, yeah, gun. Yeah, I was I'll... actually going to bring that up, that that was a nice touch. It's something that you had to think about. It's like, well, if we can incorporate some sort of thing that people that watch the cartoon would be like, yes, that's, that's a nice call. But yeah, yeah. That, that's one of the things right there. And by the way, uh, thank you, Lacey Dean, for saying that he loves how I'm intertwining images into the podcast. Joe was actually supposed to send me pictures 
of some of his favorite parts of the comics, so I could put them up here too, but he, he didn't do that for me. Well, well, well I, I couldn't get the pictures exactly like how I wanted, because here's the thing. That comic, which I have, I don't like retouching to mess up. Yeah, and then no, the no, big no, mini that comic collection yeah, book, it was... Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm real particular when it comes to certain comics. Like, oh no, no, there's no way I'd ever scan this. I'm not going to bend a page yeah, this, or wrinkle nothing. This is nothing. staying in the bag and board forever. Yeah, and I do. I mean, I bag and boarded. Well, all my include yeah. this. All my ones from back in the '80s. So, well, of course, my mini comics are in a nice little binder, but they're all sealed. But the mini comic collection book, I, it was just kind of hard for me to try to get scans or push. I was like, I just can't do it. And I figured at least that will, you know, for people to see this, like you said, maybe it'll make them then want to try to search out this two pack and find that comic, or get the mini comic collection book from Dark Horse and see it all themselves. So it's not like we spoil everything. Like you said, we give you a taste of a little bit of what's in it. But what what I hope is see, like I said, I. I I always enjoy these one-off stories in the day and age we are now with comics and as we've said before cartoons they're a lot more focused on continuity you don't get too many one-off stories right. i mean and when you do it's rare it's far and few and far between but it's like you have to watch this episode because you have to see this 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 in the comics oh i can't go into issue four i have to see one two three but that's why i'm hoping when uh the new WWE Origins line comes out and looks like there have been many comics with them. Uh, I know you might not be a fan. I'm super I'm, excited. I, but well, all right. Well, the, is the plan with those to have an original story with those WWE well, characters within? Or are like the Masters characters also going to show up in these? Well, well, I'll finish on both of them. As for the WWE Masters of the Universe ones, I, I don't know if it's hey, just it, going to be hey, just it's, them it, or it's they're... the Masters of the WWE Universe, right? Yeah, I better uh, get it right. You're right. If you don't say uh, it, I better say it right. You're you know, right. you got me. You know, I always hated the term that they started. Instead of calling them fans, they call it the universe. I, universe. I, I hate I it. Hate I, I still I, hate yeah, it. Nope. We would have never got this cool title for the comics and toys, but I hate when they say, well, you are the WWE yeah. universe. I'm like, yeah. it feels so forced. Yeah, it's too corny. Yeah, I, I think that's the vibe that Tyler gets when he always hears the heroes refer to themselves as we are the masters of the universe. Like, uh, yeah. so I could, yeah, yeah. but uh, no. So the ones that are coming with the WWE figures, I don't know if it's going to implement any of the people from, you know, masters of the universe. They, they look cool. But when it comes to the actual masters of the universe origins figures, they're going to have mini comics. And I'm hoping each one is a good one-off story. I don't want to feel like I have to read the one from Beastman and Tila and Trapjaw and this to connect. Just let them all have their own cool individual story. You know, I think it would be fun just like we had back in the day. I'm hoping. I don't know if people in the chat room know anything about it, but that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, I, it, I, I don't know. There is part of me that most of these companies now, I could see the mini comics sort of falling in line with like the build-a-figure stuff. You got to collect them all because if you want to finish the story, you got to get this figure to get the other book because it all connects. I could totally <laughs> see that happening. I could, but I, I hope it doesn't. I hope since it seems like it seems like they're right on the ball this time, at least trying to like when you look at the figures and I'm sure the packaging will have that same kind of like vibrant feel like it did back in the 80s. Maybe the mini comics can have that one off stories. It's you know, like when you're talking about 2000 X figures, that was the unfortunate thing beyond not having any mini comics with it. Just the packaging is the most bland, yeah. boring thing you ever see. It's like the front's like, uh, you turn it around. It's the picture of the figure standing there with figures around. I'm like, yeah. 
Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, that's better than the Errol McCarthy art and the stuff that we skipped yeah, back in the day. It's, yeah. it's like, surprising that they, they went that way with it. Just kind of uninspired. Mini comic gone, packaging just sort of a lot to be desired. Isn't that a shocker? Because think of it. Think of back in the day. Like I said, we're pretty much like so we're done with this uh, comic because like I said, we gave a little context. You guys can still read it. But yeah, let's kind of move into what you're saying right there. It wasn't just the figures that we we're in love with back then. It was the art, the box art, and those mini-comics. It all sucked you in. Masters of the Universe, I'm not saying other toy lines didn't do it. Of course, other ones did. But Masters of the Universe had a way of attracting you as a kid to those damn figures. And yeah. they tried as much as they can, you know. And I miss that, and I hope they can give us all that same feeling again when we get the origin stuff. So let's hope those are at least one-off well, stories. It was like, I think Axel's doing art. Well, it's like... All of all that stuff back then had a bit of a gimmick to it. These had the mini comics. You think about G.I. Joe's having the bio cards on the back that you could cut out. Same thing with, with Ninja Turtles. So it was like an extra little added bonus. You, you already have your figure, but here's something else that you can kind of collect along the way. And I, it's maybe it was just part of the times. Because, I don't know... It, do you think people just had lost their attention span? Maybe when 2000s, you know, when it came around towards the beginning, they figured, oh, who cares? We don't need to give them stories. We don't need to give them, you know, backgrounds, bios. I, and and, and maybe the, figure. I, don't I don't know. know. Maybe their mindset going into it as well is they knew that most of the people that were going to be collecting it were going to be older. And maybe one of the figures or they were like, maybe kids don't have as much interest in the comics because uh, the comics themselves in this time weren't really flying off the shelves and kind of really haven't since after that comic book crash in the 90s so maybe that was part of it too maybe they're like kids don't care about the comics they just want the figure so maybe i've could hard be, to tell you know, it could be almost like and like grimbody even said i mean it could be just yeah, yeah. i'm just wanting to cut yeah. costs i mean because they they really did save i mean unlike the other like i said master of the universe i mean this this was really cost cut if it because i mean yeah and think about the commercials what do we see like three commercials for the 2000x figures i can't even remember how many i've seen i was like and they were and they didn't have the life back in the 80s those kids took that damn role seriously and you guys will know what i'm talking about in the chat room maybe even you nathan like that one kid in the 80s commercial when he was skeletor going Arr! and you've seen the kid making the face it's like he was getting into that role those kids made the commercials well, I, just I as fun as that, the toys. Well, that's the way that it was with practically anything the one of the commercials for like 80s, early 90s to mid 90s, that always sticks out in my mind is Crossfire. Like you look at that and you're like, "Holy shit, they're they're in this battle arena!" And oh man, like you have to have Crossfire. Like that, it kind of it's like the company's just lost the ambition to like really push the agenda. Of, oh hey, let's make this really cool. And make the kids actually really want these toys. Yeah, yeah, it was a weird time in the late '90s and early 2000s, and kind of almost since then. There's everything's lazy. Everything's lazy. Yeah, it it, it does seem. And then, that and, really then and then they're just like, well, let, oh well, let's go back. Those guys that were uh, eight years old at the time, they're uh, yeah, they're in their mid 30s or over 40 now. Yeah, let's hit them with the retro packaging. They'll eat it up. Yeah. That's weird. And the time we do. It is weird. But that's that main conversation. But like I said, I missed all your you know, stuff in the chat room. So anything you guys said earlier, if you want, if you have questions for us now pertaining to the Masters or anything else, start popping up right now and we'll get to it. And then meantime, I'll just see well, a lot of people will, that I see, have just popped up like, well, I think I said Mike Champ, but Jason Johnston got here, Papa Huds, El Tendas. 
So uh, we'll see if somebody will get some stuff. And uh, Zentron said I may lose the Venger vibe to my Shadow Weaver redesign, Joe, by the way. Yeah. Well, let's see. Yeah, Venger and, and Dungeons and Dragons. That's, that's something oh, that used to upset oh, me. Yeah, like, we're going that back we never, to that again, how never, they never finished the it in the car commercial. No, not and... the cartoon. We just never got no figures. Why did Dungeons and Dragons never get no figures? The only thing that got it was a, I think it was a, like a role-playing board game called Fantasy Forest. And I think there was a variant one. They came with a couple little mini figures from the cartoon, but I always thought they'd be great, and especially this day and age where they love doing the reboots and bringing back hot stuff from the '80s. I'm telling you, there is that that, that you know culture, and there's that you yeah. know cult following I, for Dungeons and Dragons. I, I you know, I think I, depending on who has the license these days, maybe something will will happen at some point. Tags Media said WWE Ghostbusters and. I saw the pictures of those when they were announced, and I finally saw some of them in in Walmart. I think it was last week. Oh, those are store things. I thought it was an no, exclusive online. No, I saw, I didn't I know saw them in Walmart last weekend, and I just uh, so lazy. Like the Undertaker looks kind of cool because he's translucent and like purple. It's like the green belt and everything. Like barely, barely passable. But everything else, I'm just like Stone Cold doesn't need to be a Ghostbuster. This doesn't make sense. Now, I, I'll be uh, honest. I didn't know about the Undertaker yeah. thing. I just thought there was Under, like, yeah, the goes. Undertaker figure looks cool. Just based at, like, and who's he supposed to be? Did you say what is he supposed well, to be? Well, I guess he would sort of be, I guess, like Gozer, technically in Gozer. a way. Oh, okay. sort did they of... do a Slimer? Is somebody Slimer or no? no I, I don't no, know. All the no, things it's called. just the translucent Undertaker, and then uh, for Ghostbusters, it's. <laughs> It's The Rock, Stone Cold, John Cena, and Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It doesn't sound fun. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't. It, yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, um, I didn't know all the stuff about it, but all right. Well, let's see. Uh, well, Keldor said uh, he'd buy the D and D figures. I know. Like I said, I think everybody would. They make them. Uh, Zentron said, "Have you seen my recent 4K UHD Dungeons and Dragons clip, Joe? I might have seen a Zentron, but if not, you can always." You know, just on Facebook, send me that in a message. I don't know if I've seen. It. I've seen a lot of the stuff you do, which is really cool. You know, really cool. Um, Adam Gabbard says Nathan and Joe between, <laughs> between one and ten. One one it t- sucks. Ten for excellent for filmation Shira and new Shira on Netflix. What do you give those? Well, uh, the original Shira, I'm gonna give a nine. I'd love to give it a ten, but you know. Obviously, it couldn't do as much edge as probably they would have liked. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying blood and stuff, but it just there could have been just a little more oomph to it. But oh, it's 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 great. I give it nine. New Shira, one. There's nothing <laughs> for me that I enjoy. Uh, nothing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, just go ahead and give me Joe's ratings, man. Like I can't believe I watched that entire first season of that Netflix Shira. Uh, well, you um, that, that, well, you got that uh, that episode with the dance was like one of the worst things i i've seen papa hood says nathan is hating on masters of the wwe universe so hard uh i like the ring we specified that i came around to the ring i think having the ring would be kind of cool and putting some of the vintage figures in there to make like a little display that's probably something that i would do in terms of uh putting wwe characters in there some of them work some of them just seem kind of shoehorned and uh, I wouldn't say lazy, but they uh, they got to think of 
something like oh what can we do with uh john cena like i to me i think the the new day manny faces i think that's brilliant because you think about it like that's cool. yeah like th- that put some thought and effort into it but uh the... Yeah. Rey Mysterio actually makes me like Stratos now. That's uh... actually a cool one. I enjoy that. Shut up. But no, and here's the thing about that ring, though. I'll tell you what pisses me off about the one that they have at stores right now. It's the one, remember, no figures. We still got to wait for figures. But I don't know if it's an online exclusive. They are going to have a ring with two figures. But the thing is, I think that that outer art shell is different. And it pisses me off because, you know, I love the Ultimate Warrior in this ring that's at the stores now. All I want I, is the box you, art. I don't want the I ring. I still haven't. Uh, I still haven't seen the ring anywhere because I'll probably pick that up at least if I. If I mean, I but see why? It, but... Why do they do the ring now and later they're going to give you the ring with two figures and it's just a little more expensive? It's like, well, of course I'm gonna get the ring with two figures. I don't want this ring by itself. Well, but I, I want well, the art. If, I don't. I don't understand I think it. Think about it, Joe. Like if. I mean, parents are probably going to be different. I can already see it now. I'm walking down the aisle. Like, it's like, oh, mommy, they have the one with the two figures. You already have the ring. Why do you, Why do you want another one? I and I kind of hate to see that when I walk in stores. Like, I'm never going to have a kid. But I think if I were a parent, <laughs> I'm just saying. My mom. My mom's extremely disappointed by that. But if I if I were to have a kid, you know, and they were like well behaved and good, and you know, just like. Kids are kids, but if I'm in a store and they want something and it's like a dollar, like why are you gonna say no to that? Like it's only a dollar. Like who who cares? Maybe they think once they get that they're gonna want more, 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 more. I don't know. I seen a kid today at Dollar Tree freak out because he couldn't get something from his mom. She said, "No, you got two things. You can't get the other." And you're right. I was thinking, damn, it's just one more dollar. But if, I don't know. Yeah, they well, might not I, have well, the money. Well, me, well, and there's the difference. Like they're already getting two things, right? I don't know. Joe, yeah. Joe and I shouldn't start talking about parental tips because uh, I. <laughs> right, who am I, I to say? I think, I, yeah, like, I think I just... Joe and I would probably be terrible parents. Let's. let's... <laughs> right, my kid will be like you know eating the cheapest shit in oh the world. My God. Your kid will have yeah, like you a... would be you would have your kid like hanging in the dumpster trying to reach real low and you got it by the ankles like oh, just a little bit more oh you got it wait a wait a go we got it we got the we got the whopper. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I, with a little I, bit of mold I, I, on the bread, and you're like, yeah, it's fine. Just pick that off. I mean, something's still good. Yeah, so I, I oh, don't. Yeah, Joe, I definitely could be giving it. I could. You're right. I couldn't be giving him advice. Uh, Zentron said something. I'm not quite sure what. Uh, well, Zentron said classic Shira has trounced the reboot Shira at the USCFL. Just in case anybody wants or is aware of. Now I'm gonna have to ask you, Nathan, because I'm a moron. What is USCFL? What is it? look it up okay uh well we have the united states committee for a free lebanon and we have the united states car <laughs> we have the united states cartoon football league i we're gonna have to that's what he said it is okay. he just put it down all there right. okay I, all right well cool zentron i never heard I think of it the free lebanon thing would have probably worked better i don't know yeah, Febmon has a question for us. Between putting our balls in a vice or binge watching new Shira, which would you rather do? Well, I mean, honestly, yeah, I I hate the new Shira, but I'm not gonna have my balls in a vice. I'd have to do yeah, it a, those, those a bunch. hot topic girls wouldn't like that too much, or maybe they, they would. Those, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're into that kind of thing. Oh. And see, this is why I had to mark the channel 18 or over. Can can right, for can, these can kind of questions? Kids popping in here, like, oh yeah, He Man. Oh, I don't know if you. 
Honestly, mom, I don't know if you ever been mom punched has, in the balls. Has dad but... ever put his balls in a vice? I can see it <laughs> I, now. I mean, I was punched in the balls one time hard, and boy, that just talk about it. Yeah. You feel like yeah. your stomach don't feel right. It goes to your throat. Yes. It is. And, and then I don't know about you, but I would be like gassy the rest of the day. I wasn't gassy, but it, it happened to school, and it was I was off the whole rest of the day. It, it well, takes a win eye well, and it makes you what, like. What happened? It was just a fight in class. And, <laughs> you got into a fight, well, you got into a fight with someone also, and they, they kicked you in the balls? Punched me in the balls. <laughs> and, of course, we both went to the principal, but, you know, we we didn't get suspended or anything because we were friends, but it just uh, a heated <laughs> yeah. thing happened. And, well, all right, well, and what, were you, uh, what were you fighting about? It was a girl, wasn't it? Married with children. All right, well, I remember, uh, like, you may as well just tell the story. I'm going to stop asking you questions. Joe, go ahead. Tell us the story. We were talking about the episode where Al finds gold. Remember, he, go, he goes gold mining and everything. It was one of my favorite episodes, and I was doing an imitation of Al's voice. And he he said it was like, man, it's a terrible imitation. And, you know, I thought, okay, he's just giving it to me, razzing me. But then he was mocking my voice and trying to, like, make it seem like I was really sounding stupid as I said it. I said, quit, quit. I said, would you fucking quit? And then that's when he said, Joe, you don't say that. Don't ever say it. And then he gets in. And I got up. We got in each other's face. I punched him in the chest. He punched me in the balls. It was over. <laughs> Wait, when you punched him in the chest. So I'm trying to imagine that like you're roughly the same height. So basically, he punches you in the chest, or you punch him in the chest. Does he just like double back like this and then just immediately punch down? Well, or did, or, it was, or did I mean, he kind of like fall thing. down and then was just like uppercutted you? No, it was a back thing and then coming at me, and I didn't expect it. Like I said, I, even though he's you know my friend, I'm pissed. I, I still couldn't bring myself to punch him in the face, but he sure brought it to himself to punch me right in the balls and. I was down like a ton of... Br- I mean, it was it. I was done. I was... Were, oh, were the other like kids choking. just, like, laughing at you guys? Like... It was the ooh from the balls and then laughing as we were leaving being sent to the principal's <laughs> office. So I would have thought uh, that. Married with children was uh, yeah, the first time I got in a fight with I, one of my friends. You know, between... that's Joe, that does sound about right for you because I, I do seem to remember Steven Seagal and we won't go into that, but... Don't mess with Joe and the, the, the things that he really, really likes. So, it was such a stupid thing. Like I said, it, it, one of the, it happens. Yeah. The, the one time I got hit in the balls really hard is the girl I was dating at the time. I was in eighth grade, and we were at my cousin's house, and she had this pool, and she had her friends, and she was friends with my girlfriend. And I went to go, like, push her in because that's – ha 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 you know you do that kind of thing but she was in front of me and when i went to go like she grabbed onto my arm and was like starting to tug and then she just like mule kicked me oh right in the balls and i i dropped and i that's it unimaginable pain (laughs) and then i and then then i was gassy the rest of the night because it does it feels like your stomach (laughs) it feels like your stomach's just like right up here It and it does. That's why, like I said, I wasn't gassy, but you're right. Your stomach it, it moves, and then your throat it's like yeah. locked up. And then it's just a horrible. It's like you think your nuts would be the thing that are really having the issue. Yeah, they're aching and they're in pain, yeah. especially the next day. Oh. But that just punch it that sets it, or for you, the mule kick sets it right in the throat. So I wouldn't wish that on no. uh, my worst enemy. That's that's a nasty feeling. I hope you guys never experienced that. If you yeah, yeah. Some of our friends back in the day, back in high school. 
would it just it's the game that they would play oh, let's try to hit each other in the nuts and I, how was that fun? I used I to see that know. too, and I was like, "Don't you guys ever play?" Dude, that? I was like, I, I, I never partook in that game. I was like, "If if any of you hit me in the nuts, I, if I'm not down on the ground, then you will be because I'm gonna oh, I, yeah. I'm gonna punch you in the face." But one of my friends uh, got hit in the balls with the 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 flat side of a hammer. I don't no, know why no, I thought it was funny, no. but uh, he's got th- he's got three kids now, so I guess it didn't do too much damage. How did this show on out? But look at that. We turned into nuts talk at the end of the show. You're right. I'm glad this is reviewed or rated for adult yeah, content. Yeah, so when, when that warning comes up, if you guys are not verified on your accounts, it'll be like, are you over 18? Then sorry about that. But this is why. Oh, did they actually put a verification before this show started? Uh, someone, uh, I think someone said, uh, yeah, I was wondering why I had to expect that warning before. Or, yeah, before it let me in the video chat. So, yeah. I, I like I, I didn't want to do it, but it's just this new regulation thing, and I don't want to get us in trouble. So okay, yeah. well, no, I'm glad. To, yeah, definitely put that up because I didn't know it was already almost coming into effect. But well, I think we got pretty much <laughs> yeah. everybody in the chat room, and it went into a strange yeah, story. Yeah, now everyone's now towards... everyone's just gonna start sharing their stories about all the times they've been hitting the nuts, and that's kind of what that's kind of the beauty of this show, right? Is it? It brings everybody together. We all have common ground. It's and... like it's especially the end, but that's that's a new context. Remember, at the beginning, guys, I'll address who I see right before I start the show. But as I'm doing the show, because I know I'm gonna have to be looking at Nathan, or if I look at other stuff, I might not see all the chats. So we'll uh, save all the rest of the names and shoutouts towards the end during the, this segment. There, so, there, you know. there is one more question from okay. Papa Hoods. Any more classic He-Man artwork that you're gonna revise, Joe? Oh, I like doing any of them. Um, like I said, there's a lot of hidden gems from those sticker books, the coloring books, and a lot of the international ads have some really amazing pieces, but they're always, you know, cursed with having the crease right in the middle. So, yeah, I'll, I'll repair a lot of them. I like sharing those online, doing the repairing the art, fixing it, and redrawing parts, but, uh, yeah, I'll do a lot more. I'll I'll, sh- I'll share those definitely. And I did see um, Zentron said, don't miss the movie quote, so I'm going to look up real quick. Before I, you know, do my closings, but Zentron's movie quote, I swear I will not kill anyone. I think that has to be Arnold from Terminator 2, but you never know. There could have been a lot of other movies that said that, but I'm thinking that's what he might have meant was Terminator 2 when it was from Schwarzenegger. So, um, okay, well, again, I want to thank every one of you guys for joining us here in the chat room and, you know, hope you enjoyed this episode. Like I said, got a little discussion on the 2000X comic that you can go search out for in the two-pack singles or the Dark Horse book. And yes, I'm done with uh, She-Ra now. And for like I said, anybody new to the chat or, or new to this page, make sure you like, subscribe, share, ring the bell so you always get notified when we go live. And wait, one more thing. Febon, Joe, do you just do custom figures or do you also do custom accessories? Um, I mean, I've, I've made custom weapons and things, so I guess if there's a weird weapon you made, I could always do that too. So yeah, I've made weapons too. So thanks, uh, Febon. Hit Joe up. And, uh, Link yeah. is in the in the uh, description below. All right. And, uh, and until next time, have a powerful day. All right, Joe, this one's another softball and away wrestling question. The Stone Cold and The Rock have faced each other how many times at WrestleMania and... Which oh. WrestleManias were they? I just lost because uh, I don't know how many times they faced each other, and I couldn't tell you the WrestleManias. Like some of the old school stuff, as you seen, like last week I got, but uh, I actually 
Were you not? You, I, were I, you not I, watching I, during the Attitude Era? I was, but I uh, I couldn't see as many as the pay per views because when I was growing up, my cousin always got the WWF ones, so I always was able to see them. But when it came to the the Attitude Era, I didn't have anybody that watched them, so that's, I that, that's honestly kind of strange because that's when it was at its peak popularity. I thought, but uh, I know, but I so just uh, nobody. So you, do you want to mm. take a crack at it? Okay, well, I would guess they had to face each other at least three times. Yes. Okay, and since <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> WrestleMania's, I don't know, 16, 20, 21, nope. I don't know what. They they faced off at WrestleMania 15, WrestleMania 17, which uh, is... And I said 16, I was right between w- w- them. One, one of the best builds and one of the best video packages for a main event I've ever seen, and I that ending I still can't. But anyway... WrestleMania 15, WrestleMania 17, and then their final encounter at WrestleMania 19, which ultimately ended up being Stone Cold's last match. I'm sure some people would be like, yeah, but he faced Eric Bischoff in a match. I'm like, ah, I, don't, I don't count that. So, uh, yeah, there we go. Okay, well, you got me. But, uh, okay, guys, it was fun. Uh, see you next time. <laughs>